And that was before my cat, so it was just me and my house oh plants. My <laughs> that's why I think I have grown into a weirder person. There was I, like I think that's fine. There I was think like, we all have. <laughs> there was like a point where I was like a completely untrained vine. I just was like going places. <laughs> just wandering around my house alone. <laughs> Untouched. Untouched. But yeah. Oh anyway. <laughs> this is about Steven Universe and fanfic. <laughs> oh. Not real life. Okay, welcome to Fine Pairings. I'm Grace. I'm Claire. We're not talking about classical literature this week. I'm sure we're going to make jokes about it on accident, but that's fine. We just like books. <laughs> Is this a book fandom? No, it's not. It's not based on a book. Ah, okay, good. This, so my prompt was a redo of The Lockdown. And mm-hmm. when I initially gave you this prompt uh, several seasons ago, Lockdown, I think you specifically were like, COVID-19. Correct. Because okay. I think this was, Which season, is I think this was season two. Yeah. And it had just started. And it was like It was like a August. weekend. No, we, it was like late enough that that's really? why I thought that there, the episode oh. came out in like August. Yeah. And we didn't have it recorded that far ahead of time, I want to say. No, we probably recorded it in July. So the, it had been long enough Weird, that I thought there been. would be fix a plenty. Yeah. And it. then you had, uh, you did valiantly. But there was a struggle. I got two fix out of that one. Yes. Steam and cream and a mean You did. And I, when I went on this journey, I was like, oh, this is hard. So, okay. So like when you went back on this lockdown journey, was it COVID-19 specific or was it like lockdown used in a different capacity? A lot of them were COVID specific. Okay. Um, It was easier for me to like read them now because we've gotten a little distance from it. There were COVID ones, but I also would like look at just blanket quarantine or Mm. here my real problem here was my real problem actually is Mm. that when I looked at like COVID specific lockdown so I assume lockdown's not the tag some of them were tagged lockdown some of them were tagged COVID-19 lockdown or pandemic or quarantine and the my biggest problem was actually a lot of them were smut and yes so a lot of yeah yeah. a lot of enemies to lovers were happening in a we have gotten trapped in the same house like it is dangerous for me drunk together one night and hook up and then we have to talk about it there was a lot of like like, yeah and like there were really good ones of that and i think what happened is as i was looking at these tags and so eventually i i did find one Mm -hmm. and i have brought one yeah and um the thing what's interesting is i think perhaps I just asked for a lockdown fic a hair prematurely because like this one came out in like in August. Yeah. Well, and that's why I was thinking it was back in like April or something because like to me it was pretty fresh. Um, and this one is a fic called Quarantine by Hadithi. Uh, H-A-D-I-T-H-I. So okay. I, I might have butchered that name. Um, but this is also a Steven Universe uh, fanfic. Wait, who's the, who's the ship? Technically, the ship is Connie Steven. Okay. Um, but I would say that this isn't like super... It's more general than Yeah, ship. this isn't like super ship focused. Because they all live in the same house. Yes. So. And what I found interesting about this is we actually dissect more how Steven and the Gems are responding to the pandemic. Because Steven and the Gems can't get sick. Yeah. And so they're having simulta- they're having a similar but different experience. I'm surprised. Well, I guess I I would have assumed the Gems couldn't get sick. That totally yes. makes sense. Steven, I guess I don't remember like what his right? human side, which like this could be the author's uh, Yes. And in idea. this I can't remember what in the show specifically his 
Correct. reaction is. And this fic, uh, he cannot get sick. And so, so it's just Connie? And so, so yes. Aww. But you will see that we have some kind of interesting conversations about Steve and the Gems, Connie, and how they're experiencing the pandemic. Um, and then this fanfic is kind of interesting because it is, instead of like one kind of continuous, they're all related, mm. but it's, uh, the summary is it's six short drabbles about Steven and Connie coping with the pandemic and quarantine. Oh, cute. Um, so it's like a bunch of... It's maybe a little, let's six, so it's kind of five plus one, but maybe yeah. not like building in this. Yeah, I'm going to read, uh, I think I'm just going to read five of them. So I'm going to skip the first one and then just read the next five. Okay. And so that'll bring us, and I'll, (laughs) so that'll bring us to the cocktail. So the cocktail is a blue lagoon. And I found it because I was looking for a blue cocktail because I was thinking very like blue medical, like blue surgical drapes, blue masks, Mm. blue, that kind of stuff. Okay. And so then when I was like, I would like, a blue cocktail and then this came up and I thought it was very fitting because Beach City is oh like, yeah, yeah yeah so it is kind of like it's, yeah Florida yeah ish yeah it's like supposed to it's be on the Florida. coast yeah, yeah. so it's supposed <laughs> it's to be like ocean yeah I always assumed it was Florida ish so it is one and a half ounces vodka Ooh. one and a half ounces blue carousel four ounces lemonade and then a splash of lime juice Ooh. okay okay because I actually I have really strong feelings about UV blue lemonades because that was that was the drink everyone drank in college and uh, high school. Maybe edited that out because it's not legal. Um, but that was the I don't know if it was my friends or if it was a Wisconsin thing to drink UV blue lemonade to the point where I had a cousin who got married and no, at the wedding, n- not even just the cocktail, but they had a fountain. <laughs> A fountain of UV will, blue lemonade. I will say. That I desperately tried to steal, but I was maybe like 14, 15. So I had a lot of anxiety about trying to do that. There's a there's a dive bar that I've gone to with some friends that during the summertime, it's that when I like went to go order, I was like, oh, they had like an advertisement mm. for vodka lemonades. Yeah. And which are good. Yeah, they are good. It's just something about UV blue just yeah. makes it feel worse. No. And I do remember I one time did order a blueberry because you could get it with flavor yeah sure what was really funny about this dive bar was i think one time i got the strawberry lemonade and they straight up used like i thought i was gonna get strawberry vodka lemonade oh and they gave me a vodka strawberry lemonade no 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 they they gave me i was like not prepared for like the classiness at this dive bar they used strawberry puree vodka and lemonade that was really good it was so good and so I like came out to my like yeah. I went out to my friends with this drink and they were like what is that and I was like it's a strawberry vodka, vodka lemonade. lemonade but strawberry comma vodka comma lemonade period yeah <laughs> yeah I was gonna say this is like um this feels a little heightened mm-hmm. compare, which like I would not say blue curious I was like super fancy but like, no I think that might be um making it a little bit yeah smoother remember UV blue lemonade being incredibly tart <laughs> right <laughs> But yeah, so we're going to get into the fic. In the first chapter, the little first drabble is kind of they're just like setting the scene about like we're in the pandemic and uh, like, I assume it's like the, the Earth canon pandemic. Correct. It is like the a, Earth. Yes, okay. it is the Earth canon pandemic. And like the first drabble is basically like setting up like everyone's experiencing things differently. Mm-hmm. And like Connie in particular is upset because her mom is a doctor. And um, oh, yeah. and so she's not seeing her mom as much. And I forget I should probably introduce Steven Universe a little bit just more. Just in case. Just in case. Sometimes I get excited when we're like both in a fandom. Oh, and- I know. Because it doesn't happen that much. And like no. we usually do just 
set up stuff anyway. Yeah. But yeah, Steven so, Universe. I forgot. So Steven Universe is a Cartoon Network animated show. It like was for kids, but it was also compelling enough, obviously, for adults. Yeah. And there was a lot of like themes in it that was like, oh, as a child, you probably don't process this fully but as an adult I'm like weeping Steven Universe like Shiro was also kind of like that where it was like written by someone who appreciated cartoons but wanted to have a different conversation through cartoons and I remember seeing TikToks that was like my five-year-old had this conversation with me prompted by Steven Universe and it Mm -hmm. ended up being a really good conversation about like grief oh god right because yeah this cartoon recognized that my five-year-old was grieving for her uncle or like whatever and I was like yeah oh no why have we yeah Steven (laughs) Universe used to bring me to tears it's not catcher in the rye but like (laughs) (laughs) crying in the rye it's not us talking about sex with a prostitute but like it is relevant to their tiny lives so anyway (laughs) back to my (laughs) what is Steven Universe what What isn't Steven Universe about (laughs) so the premise of Steven Universe is that he is a Uh, For lack of a better word, like a superhero boy, there's all of these characters referred to as gems, and they do all have um, like mineral and gem names. Yeah, they're aliens. And uh, they, so there's like pearl and amethyst and quartz and all this stuff. And they are from an alien planet. And a select of them have come to Earth and are living there. And Steven Universe is the product of a union between a gem, a rose quartz, and a human man, Mr. Universe. But he's also the reincarnation of his mom. Yes. And it's like a confusing... has died but also he is his mom yes correct it's like a weird and so there's a lot of there's a lot of like sacrifice yes there's a lot of and a lot of uh themes around grief of like him having never met his mom and his existence came at the demise of his mom and grief of other people being like you are your mom but also i have a lot of weird feelings because you also kind of killed your mom because but you had no choice in that matter like it's very ethically complicated so for the context of this fanfic steven is a uh is a human gem so so he has elements of both being human and both being a gem and then he does have both human friends uh but gem and then gem friends are kind of his um adoptive caretakers so we're gonna dive into quarantine the pandemic has happened and steven and connie have had a conversation about how she misses her mom and so we're gonna dive into the second travel I'm not going to take it off. I promise, Stephen began as he adjusted the blue disposable mask on his face. It was the last one in the box Connie had given him, as too many of the others had worn down from overuse. He was trying to find some position on his face that left him fully covered while mitigating the itchiness, but with no such luck. It was his fault, though. He should have known better than to leave it somewhere lion, who is his lion. His pet lion. <laughs> his pet lion. Don't worry about it. An his an- mythical pet lion. He's not a real lion. He's, he's an alien He's lion. an alien projection manifestation lion. Yeah. But he still kind of acts like a cat. Yeah, he's he's like a, a pink big lion. He's a big cat. <laughs> yeah. My cat's never gotten into my masks. They probably should have more. I my, just kept them away. My they, cat never you know, did, but I up. definitely had cat hair oh. on it. So. Ugh. The train wreck that was having a cat hair in your mask oh, at God. like the grocery store or somewhere yes. that you like could just take like tickling it off. your nose and you're like help, help you're just like trying to get it out of your nose or your mouth yes <sighs> uh, no we're I'm gonna not- we're gonna explain these things to like future generations and they're gonna be like I don't understand anymore. right oh God uh. he should have known better than to leave it somewhere a lion could sleep on it but he had and now he paid the price for his last mask covered in short scratchy pink fur. 
He hadn't realized how much worse lion fur would be over his nose than the usual coating on his shirt and pants. Hmm. I don't get why I have to wear it if I can't get sick, he muttered. Connie laughed behind her own mask. Always prepared, Connie had ordered half a dozen masks off Blue Bubble, and the one she was wearing now was a daring-looking black and red. It was modeled after what Lisa wore in the mines, and he could only stare longingly as he wished he had done the same. You can swap for something less liony at my house, Connie promised. But the mask isn't just about your safety. It's about everyone else's, too. We don't know how gen- gems will transfer viruses, so... Accurate. I get it. We don't know what your magic does to viruses, That's Stephen. what I'm saying. Just because you don't have symptoms doesn't mean you don't have it. Connie's on top of this. Right? He pouted, though his puppy dog eyes were far weaker without the rest of his face to compliment it. Why does magic have to make everything so hard? It's just like that for humans, too, Connie shrugged and gestured her hands vaguely as she explained. Viruses, bacteria, even genetics. Sometimes you're a carrier with no symptoms. That's why everyone has to wear a mask, even superheroes like you. (laughs) He sighed begrudgingly, but a little bit of discomfort on his end wasn't going to keep him from risking anyone else's safety. He resolved to buy some better looking masks soon, ones he could wash and ones he could keep far, far away from Lion's fuzzy body. His hand slid into hers, and he tried to make sure he was smiling with his eyes. Can I borrow one of your cute masks until I get some of my own? She giggled and squeezed his hand tight. Of course, silly. Anything to keep you safe. Cute. Next travel. Pandemic life was weird, to say the least. She had never been the most social or outgoing person, and so she had assumed that the quarantine measures wouldn't bother her too much. Uh-huh. <laughs> she would still... <laughs> Same. <laughs> no, I'm going to say, this is like, it's so funny, like, reading, as we'll get into all of these travels, you're like... Wow, this is like the exact motions that we were all feeling. Oh, yeah. No, I felt like, uh, this is fine. <laughs> You're like, oh, whatever. Man, I, I sure do love books. I sure do love my own company. They can really fill my day. <laughs> I do love my wife. <laughs> Just me and a book and a puzzle. That's enough. Uh, and then like four weeks later, I was like, I'm not mad. But I am a little itchy. Like, <laughs> I thought there was like, you would come, we were recording Fine Pear Eggs, and you oh, would true. come over to my house and I'd be like, Grace, you're the only person I've seen in weeks. And I haven't felt the human touch of another Please person. Please let me feel human touch. <laughs> and you were like, it's, it's that we had recorded several times. Yeah. And then I finally had to be like, I've never, I haven't been hugged in months. And you were like, you haven't been hugged? And I would be like, yeah, it's fine. And you were like, do you need a hug? It's not. And, you were, and I was like, yeah, I think I need a hug. Like, I know some friends are like very physical. And so like, you know, live your lives. Like, I could, do you want me to like lay on you? Like, I could, we could touch this whole time. Because <laughs> yeah. at the time we had one mic. So yeah. I could have I touched you more. Yeah. And I, like physical touch is not my like leading love language. And so I didn't Until realize. Until it's completely <laughs> devoid of possibility at any given moment. Yeah. Until I was like, wow, I have not touched a Another single per- person. Because I also, like, I mean, I guess your parents are around too. So like, I was seeing like my parents and obviously yeah. I, my wife and I live together. So like I was getting a good amount of human touch. And my parents are both. So were, I was not really understanding uh, where you were coming from. No. And both of my parents were on the front lines. And so oh, they, true. I and forgot so, about that. so they were like, you we, couldn't touch them. They were like, you cannot 
touch us. And so it took us even a long time for them to even be like, you can be in the same space as us, but just ah. like sitting 15 feet away. That's so sad. And so, oh. yeah, so it was like, Jesus it's that my, yeah, it's that we had like a, my mom and I had whole conversations about like, we didn't see each other for like months because she was like afraid of cross contamination. Mm-hmm. And then finally she was like, you yeah, know my what? My parents were Screw both it. retired. And so yeah. I was like, okay, I'll come over. <laughs> yeah. No, my mom was in hospitals every Ugh. other day and my dad was a dentist. So he in was people's in mouths. <laughs> people's mouths literally in people's mouths yeah so he was like don't touch me and so what was we used to like uh we used to be like who is the most at risk uh probably your dad (laughs) yeah but then they were like my mom was like so convinced i had the worst immune system (laughs) and so she was like did she just have a hunch like yeah i don't know she just was like you were not around anybody (laughs) no so she was like Claire likes to do things. I don't know. I think she thought I was irresponsible. She was like, Claire will like to do things. And I was like, no, I cut those out. But also, like, I should go do things because I am not touching any people. And that's bad for my psyche. Yeah. And as an extrovert, that was harder. And then the other hard part was at the time, the project I was in. Mm. The project I was in was with people who were in a European time zone. Yeah. So I only had, like, human contact until 10 a.m. And then it was just done. (laughs) And by human contact, I mean Zoom calls. You obviously. could have moved in with us, like <laughs> you could be extra But back, th- right? But right? But back then is when we were like, this will end in two weeks, and oh. so I kept just being like, two more weeks, and then it'd two be more like- weeks is fine. <laughs> two more weeks is fine. And then all of a sudden, it's been like, well, it's been uh, five months. Yeah, and oh. that's when I finally had to be like, Grace, I think I need a hug. Yep. No, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> I wouldn't have thought about it. Pandemic life was weird, to say the least. She had never been the most social or outgoing person, so she had assumed that the quarantine measures wouldn't bother her too much. She would stay home, which she loved. She would stay inside, which she loved. And heck, Pearl couldn't even get sick, so their private sword training sessions could continue. Ooh, true. Though, Connie still wore a mask during them. She had never expected that social distancing would grow so severe that she would want to return to school. And yet four mm. months into quarantine, all she could think about was how desperately she wished she could be in a classroom instead of watching their teacher fumble with a video chat yet again. Yeah. On the flip side, Stephen had never been to school, but he hadn't expected the boardwalk to shut down so thoroughly. No tourists meant no business, and everyone closed up shop for most of the day. He had thought that would be fine, just more time to focus on his own hobbies. And video games. Stephen had never thought he would have too much free time for video games, but as he collected the 900th Korok Seed and the 100% completed Breath of the Wild, he could only stare in horror at the number of hours on his save file and whisper, why did I do this? Before, (laughs) Before reluctantly moving to a new save slot and starting the game over again. I don't know how long it takes to finish Breath of the Wild. One sec. (laughs) About 50 hours. Like, that's not the longest video game, but I was like, I feel like Breath of the Wild can get kind of long. That's a, that's a full-time job for, like, a week and two days. Yeah. So that's a lot of that's a lot of game time. That's a lot of game time. Considering can, yeah. that, like, normally if you were playing, like... It'd be, like, two hours at a time or something. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that would... And then it would take, month. like, a full month to do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the other part is he got 100% complete, which means yeah. he did all of the side quests, too. So it's not just the like. This, this play article through. says to beat the main storyline is about thirty hours for side quests, maybe fifty. I've spent a hundred fifty hours on the game so far, and I've done everything except for collecting all of the different Korok seeds. So could also be up to like two hundred hours, <laughs> <Yep>. maybe. <laughs> 
Uh, dark timeline. <laughs> Neither of them had ever imagined Pearl could be more of a neat freak, and yet there they were. They stared vacantly into the middle distance as she rubbed hand sanitizer from their fingertips to their elbows, because it was so much easier to just let her get it over with than to protest they could clean themselves just fine. Even Amethyst took interest in hygiene and kept a close eye to make sure they were washing their hands. Several months in, Connie found herself doing the unthinkable. I can't believe we're doing this, she mumbled to herself as she opened up the chat client. I promised I would never be this person again. And yet, there she was, joining Stephen in a Warrior Cats RP server, because there were hours and hours of nothing to do all day, and she could think of nothing else to do with her life than resurrect Nightfelt, her OC from when she was 12, Aww. and assist Stephen in making his own. She returned to the darkness, a Warrior Cat text role player once more. Everything was just so surreal, and yet every day that passed just made it more normal. Stay inside, stay clean, avoid people. It was so simple, and yet somehow it pervaded every aspect of their lives. Slowly, the changes to the world and themselves were nothing to comment on at all. Of course, you held your breath around someone not wearing a mask. Of course, you stayed as far from people as you could. Of course, you washed your hands every time you left or returned to the house. We need to find ways of not going crazy, Connie muttered to, into her webcam. I can't role play all day. I'm going to lose my mind. <laughs> Any ideas? Stephen hummed. Maybe a Wait, couple. Wait, weren't they together earlier in this fic? Or were they talking yeah. on webcam? I think they were together. They were walking yeah. around. Next travel. Stephen had always been, to, uh, been tuned in a bit more to the alien and a bit less to the human, and so came up with a few brilliant non-human ideas to help them stay sane. Connie called them cheats. But she did it with a smile or a laugh, so he never felt like he, she was anything but grateful for his ways around quarantine. The big rule was no humans. As long as there was no contact with humankind, the possibilities were endless. Mm -hmm. So you're right. She, they Wait, can hang they out also, together. Okay, so like back to, if you haven't seen this show, I'm sorry, it's going to be very confusing. But they all have like more or less like liminal spaces where they can go and like create new locale. Yep, that would be like the ideal. If you can't see other people, you can at least change your environment like a lot. No, and you will see in this travel. Oh, I good. think that's I th yeah, good. It is I, this travel. Yeah, I would immediately invite her over to be like, "Hey, come and explore this cloud room." Yes, have some fun. <laughs> yeah, so that's what they're they're gonna do. So good. the rule is good, no good. humans as long as there was no contact with humankind. Yes, the possibilities were endless. Yes. Sometimes they would hop on Lion, and he would take them somewhere wild and lonely and their beautiful little rock. They tried to enjoy the sunshine on a deserted island, or the sounds of insects and birds in a jungle, or even the icy wind of an empty tundra. It was nice to explore Earth. They always enjoyed it. And for context, a uh, lion can create uh, portals to other places. Right, yes. Yes, yes, um, yes. And also their, um, I think Stephen's bedroom can also do kind yes. of a similar yeah, yeah, yeah. thing. Of course, they had thought at this point in their lives, their exploration of Earth would involve a lot more cities, hmm. a lot more people. But safety was more important than anything, and they had the rest of their lives to explore cities. Really, this was an opportunity. They spent a lot of time around gems, because gems couldn't get sick, and that helped them keep sane quite a bit. And even then, something felt strange, always being around their alien friends, as if that drew all the more attention that they could never be around their human ones. There was a lot of video calls with the people they loved, and that helped a lot. They spent lots of time online, finding new fandoms and binge watching and making fan art and fan fiction hashtag hey. meta <laughs> as they try to exist wait what what do we think the gems would write fan fiction about does it say it does not oh uh, i want them to like i want them to have the most mundane fan fiction because they're like wow this is so interesting like they'd be like 
you know what? I'm going to write a Downton Abbey fan fiction. Like, I'm going to write an Amethyst really NCIS likes, fan fiction. Amethyst really likes food. So I think Ooh. she's writing Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives fan oh my, fic. She would 100% just write, like, a, uh, like, first-person Guy Fieri fan fiction. Yes, yes. I am Guy Fieri, and I eat this chili. Yes. <laughs> and it's so good. <laughs> and then... Pearl is writing. I think Pearl would be like the Downton Abbey kind yeah. of like fancy yeah, 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 previous yeah. decades sort of a, a location. Garnet. Garnet's just shipping everyone. Ooh, actually, yeah. Sometimes they left the world entirely because that was something safe to do. They stood on the moon base, their fingers skimming across the controls as they searched across the world for places they could only see from afar and never go to. Cities were emptier now. They were still. Everything was on pause and holding its breath as they waited for all to pass. Isn't it weird? Connie asked. Her hand paused on the orb. The empty streets of Empire City encircled them, barely a car or person walking around the pavement. We're safer on planets humans have never been to than on the one where they were born. And that line fucked me up. Wait, say it one more time. We're safer on planets humans have never been to than the one where they were born. And I was like, that's some dark timeline shit. But that's because we are in the dark timeline. But you're also not wrong. (laughs) Right? Only for a little bit. I hope so, she whispered. We worked so hard to make friends, Stephen. I don't want to lose them. He didn't have words for that. Instead, he hugged her tight and she hugged him back. And they did their best to reassure one another as they stood on the empty moon. With their hands away from the controls, their intentions focused only on one another. The magic faded. The city around them dimmed and they held each other in the dark. Sad. Next trouble. You know what I miss the most from before the pandemic? Connie asked, fiddling with her bowl of grapes. (laughs) physical touch (laughs) no (laughs) they sat side by side on the couch again trying to enjoy their time together even as they minimized contact and the whole room smelled of hand sanitizer yeah i think it's movies going to the movie theaters with the movie theater with my friends Mm. really i thought it'd be steven looked surprised but his voice quickly trailed off as he thought things over he had thought she would say it would be not seeing her mother as much but he figured that might have been a little too heavy for the evening i guess you mean little things She smiled and nodded, clearly relieved he wasn't going to get too heavy on her. Yeah, little things. I miss movies the most, because there's nothing else like it. I can rollerblade around town, and I can have food delivered and stuff like that is really close to how it used to be. But watching a movie at home just isn't like going to the theater at all. Yeah. That's true, Stephen sighed and thought for a moment. I think I miss concerts. All Mm. the music and all the people, and everything is so exciting, and... He sighed longingly, lowering his head. And I get to go with all my friends in a big group. She ruffled his hair, saying sweetly, You've always been extroverted. This all has to be hitting you especially hard. Yeah. I mean, gems are great, but I love my human friends, he said, nodding both to a He literally had a routine of like, he would go to like every business where he knew someone and just like talk to them and get their snacks and then leave. Yeah. Like, what's the 411? That would be tough. Right. (laughs) I mean, gems are great, but I love my human friends, he said, nodding both to agree and to shake her hand out of his hair. I miss them a lot. I'm used to going wherever I want and doing whatever I want and always being around loads of people, you know? Mm. I know. Me and your dad are the only humans you get to be close to now, huh? Even Lars is keeping off planet until all of this is over. Oh, yeah. Oh. She looked down at her grapes. Oh, Lars. With, oh, Lars. She looked down at her grapes with a little frown because things were getting heavy again, as they always did when they tried to talk about this kind of stuff. Yeah, he mumbled. Lars says it's not worth the risk, and he's right. I'm just... I miss him, you know. Connie pushed her snack aside and flung her arms around him. She hugged him tight, burrowing her face in his neck so her words were mumbled and muffled. 
I know. I feel it too. It's not like we're really alone. I just want one or two people around, but just one or two people around still gets really lonely. He nuzzled into her hair. I miss being able to give people hugs. That's what I miss the most. On second thought, me too, she agreed quietly. She kissed his cheek. We'll just have to cuddle even more to make up for it, right? Right. Final travel. Wow. Stay as dark. Susan, this has mostly been sad, and now I'm just reflecting on like my life. Thanks, Claire. Uh, just, you uh, know, turn down for what? <laughs> I remember, okay, that wasn't exactly, there was, um, I think it was like New Year's Eve that year. So it had been like eight months, but like we were still in quarantine. Yeah. And I remember it was just like me and my wife, like kind of drunk in our living room and like, I was having a good time for a little bit. And then at some point I like looked around and was like. (sighs) (laughs) I think I went to bed early because I was like, I can't fucking deal. Right. And I was like, I want to stay up. I think we might have gone. We we, uh, watched the like New York stream. So like we might have gone to bed and like pretended 11 (laughs) o'clock. midnight because like i was sad <laughs> i think i went to bed at like 9 30 because i was like very sad. team internet that was like we just need 2020 to be over be done. you should have a new year's eve party i feel like that's something you should you would do yeah that sounds fun i, I haven't been to a new year's eve party in, i don't think we went to one last year because i don't know if anyone no i didn't do one last year either yeah. josie does other stuff you can do a new year's eve party and i will continue to throw no parties thank you <laughs> as is tradition as is tradition i'll just show up and have a good time at other people's houses i accept great i accept good make it happen uh, final drapple Stephen had always tried to spread his healing around where whenever he could he had always thought there might be better ways to go about it but he had never really figured out how to start and because of it he had mostly stuck to taking care of his loved ones whenever and however he could However, not long after the pandemic had arrived in Beach City, he had done everything he could to help Priyanka and her team figure out his healing spit. Do you mm. remember yeah. Stephen could lick people? Oh, and yeah, heal them? of course. He, well, because usually he would lick his hand and slap it on people. Yes. <laughs> Which was nicer. <laughs> yes. Or when gems were cracked, he would lick the gems yeah. and heal them. Yeah, that's, that's wild. Funny. Man. If you're not aware of Steven Universe, this just This is going to sound really weird out of context, but also everything else we've said is going to sound really weird out of context. Here we are. Too late. This is real. This This is me. This This is is exactly where I'm supposed to be now. Gonna lick my spit all over this gem. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Why have we not done a camp rock? I mean, kind of. We've done Jonas Brothers, but not the same. Right. I'll I'll save that for another day. Wait, no, we got to put that on the list that we have that I'm not going to say more about because it would be a spoiler. Wait. He had done everything he could to help Priyanka and her team figure out his healing spit. They hadn't had much luck in cloning it, not even with Peridot's help. He kept providing samples. Is it pronounced Peridot? Yes. Are you sure? Yes. I'm pretty, it might be in like real life. I think in yeah. this show they it. Call was it was Peridot. Yeah. yeah. Which it's probably Peridot in like the world. <laughs> I, yeah. They called her Peridot. Now I feel like I gotta Google it. Peridot. Peridot. Well, whoever said Peridot to me, thank you for messing me up. Is it, it might be from France. Wait. 
Do you pronounce the T in Peridot or Dot? The word does have French origins. So okay. Mo- so most jewelers and gemstone collectors don't pronounce the T. We say okay. Peridot following the French. But don't worry. It's also correct to say Peridot, which is a- an acceptable American way to say it. All right. Peridot, Peridot's mineral name is Olivine. So you're not wrong. Yeah. It's the Peridot. <laughs> it was just hitting my ear incorrectly because yeah. in the show, they, I'm pretty sure they say Peridot. But like- they do say Peridot in Steven Universe. I, an August birthday... Is that your birthstone? Correct. It is the August birthstone. Mine's a diamond. God damn it. (laughs) They hadn't had much luck in cloning it, not even with Peridot's help. He kept providing samples, hoping something might, might crack, but it never seemed to come. And it made sense, really. When coming to healing, things got pretty spotty. Stephen's healing depended on his mood, the person he was healing, and who knew what else. Sometimes a kiss could whisk away any illness, even stuff he didn't realize was an illness. And sometimes it didn't do a thing, even with the same sickness. Unlike with gems, it was all hit or miss. When the pandemic started getting worse, Stephen had gone to the hospital and done his best. He healed everyone he could manage. His body started to ache. His head started to swim. But he did his best to pass out a healing kiss to everyone he could find. Hmm. Virus or no virus, everyone deserved a chance to get better, right? He was surprised to find himself collapsed and unconscious three days in. Your muscles are broken down, Priyanka told him calmly once he woke up in the hospital bed. Not in a dying way, but a workout kind of way. You'll recover. He shook his head, but even that motion made his muscles throb and his head spin. Buddy. I don't get it. Am I okay or not? You're going to be okay. You're just overworked, Priyanka explained. Mm -hmm. She hesitated, then reached out to take his hand. The odd rubber feel of her gloves against his hand was uncomfortable. Everything in the hospital covered in a thin layer of hygienic separation. Even her face was mostly covered, a mask over her mouth and protective glasses over her eyes. But she was trying to comfort him uh, nevertheless. Your magic has limits, and we all appreciate what you've done, but you need to rest. Stephen insisted. I'm fine. People are dying. I know. I'm a doctor, Stephen. Mm -hmm. Her words were gentle, even as her eyes bore firmly into his and left no room for argument. I know better than anyone how much it hurts to take a break when lives are on the line. But you have to take care of yourself. You'll do more for the world taking those breaks. He swallowed, feeling his body tremble with exhaustion and couldn't find a way to protest. So what do I do? She leaned forward a little, a little laugh coming from under her mask as she said, I'm going to treat you like a medical supply, okay? You are a limited medicine, mm-hmm. and my team will figure out how to pass you out, okay? He didn't without want you dying. Yeah, without <laughs> you dying. Full recovery every couple of days. Right. He didn't want to agree. Stephen wanted to get back on the floor to kiss everyone he could, mm, and he could barely move, I know, but he could barely move his legs without them aching, and every breath stung. So he recovered and tried not to feel guilty about taking up a hospital bed in the meantime. Every day he came to the hospital for a quarter shift, two hours during which Priyanka or another staff member took him around to those at higher risk, mm-hmm. and he did his best to heal each one. When he succeeded, people thanked him, and happiness puffed out his chest. And when he failed, people thanked him for trying anyway, and he struggled not to cry. You don't know. You don't know how. It's it's magic. It's okay. Spotty magic. Unreliable. Buddy. And when it failed, there was always the chance that the people he was directed to, the worst of the worst, the ones hanging on to the world by a thread, couldn't be saved by conventional medicine. There was always the chance that their thank you was the last thing they said before they passed on. This is getting dark. This is the last travel? Yeah. I'm really sad. I know. Okay. After his shift, standing next to Priyanka in her office, he began, How many of the people I don't heal? Don't ask about who dies. Don't search for that. You heal people, Stephen. And that's the only thing you need to focus on. Do you understand me? 
Her expression was stern, and there was a slight wobble in her voice. He could feel the tension rise in the room as she said, softer this time, We get through this by focusing on the good we do, not by searching up the places we failed. He swallowed hard, his eyes burning as tears threatened to creep up on him again, and then inevitably fell. I just don't know if I'm doing enough. You're trying your best, just like we are, all are, Gronka whispered, and her rubber-gloved hand against his own was just normal now. It's okay, Stephen. You're doing more than enough. Thank you. And that's the end. <sighs> Not to leave us on just like an emotional low. Well, now I'm sad. Well, thanks, Claire. <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought we were going to get some kind of fun, kind of slutty roommate lockdown. Let me tell you, business. there are so many smutty lockdowns. Uh, but like, <sighs> like I definitely saw a Dramini locked in. Like we, there both was a go- really good. I think I was going to bring it to the Patreon, and now I'm sure it's like somewhere in my bookmarks of uh, a really good Katra uh, Shira lockdown. Where it was like, oh no. We're oh, literally no. stuck in this room. Say lovey, watch oh, no. how we no, do But now. no, you brought me uh, my sad, repressed memories. <laughs> did this feel like therapy or did it feel <laughs> dark? Both. <laughs> it felt like both. Feeling I didn't need hurt. to relive these feelings. <laughs> I could have just moved on with my existence. Thanks. Yep. This is the COVID episode. <laughs> Just like I said at the top of the episode where I was like, trigger warning, we're going to talk about COVID. Be like, again, right? Be like, guess what? It's the Grey's Anatomy COVID episode. You didn't need to watch it. And also it wasn't really necessary for the trajectory of the season. But here we are. And let me tell you, when I was watching all of those COVID episodes, they're all the same because it was like all. Do they like, okay, so uh, it sounds almost like how in the 90s they had like, this is a very special episode where like one character would have have anorexia for like an episode and then they would not anymore it kind of sounds like that where it's like this episode we have covid and the next week we're back to fucking in closets yep that's pretty much it i think they had to like introduce like even in this timeline we have covid so that next episode it makes sense why everyone's wearing masks or like Ah. i don't so i feel like it was like that does make sense to be like we're all gonna wear masks for filming yep sure yeah so i think a good way to go back to filming yep so hmm. it's like, but yeah, they... Interesting. Like, but then there was obviously still all of the COVID-y, like, time... Like, like, in all of, like, the plot lines, like, everything you can, like, assume where, you know, there's, like, the belligerent patient who comes into the hospital mm-hmm. and is, like, forcibly coughing in doctors' faces and you're like... That's gross. That, I mean, like, that's bad anyway. Yeah, be like, why are you being like that, my dude? people be like, that's not good. Stab it. <laughs> So cough right. on people it's weird. Uh, but yeah so i thought it was an interesting just like it was a little bit different because since he's alien then like i liked especially like the yeah. earlier drabble where he's kind of like well why am i doing this because yeah. like i can't get sick well no, you're right it does really remind me of like um steven universe did a good job of like talking about complex topics that are relevant to it like they had a couple i want to say of like commercial psa sort of things about racism that came out that were mm. like hey like 
this is why. Because like one character would be like, I don't know why this affects me. It's like, well, because you are this and you are a human and these are the gems and the gems are your friends or like whatever. And it was like kind of like in a very similar way. Like this this author clearly was like in depth into the messaging of Steven Universe because this this did feel like how they would probably talk about it is like Steven being like, I want to help as much as I can. And like, I still have to take care of myself, which like is part of the show. Yes. And also being like, well, I'm not a gem, but like I want to be a good example because people see me as a human. So I don't want to look like a human. That's like just being a dick. Right. Uh, Well, so thanks for that. You're welcome. (laughs) So next week to bring us back is historical. Nice. (laughs) What originally did we do that was historical? I what? Uh, Let me. I think I got this from Tide. Oh, okay. Yeah, that. Okay. So, Which was great. Kylo Ren, but set in the Crusades. Set in, set in the deep past. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. So, um, yeah, I'll return next week with something historical. Uh, and then we're getting pretty close to the end of the season, which is wild because I feel like we just got here. I know. <laughs> Every time. time flies when you're having fun. Is when this it, what we had today? Fun? Was it fun? It's up to you. Uh, <laughs> let us know if you had fun at. <laughs> seamless transition friends under nuance (laughs) feeling uniquely numb (laughs) Uh, f is finding f is for friends who do stuff together u is for you and me and it's for anywhere, anywhere, anytime at all, if we're only in our own houses. Yay! <laughs> if you had fun today, please let us know at Fine Pairings Podcast at TikTok, Instagram, or Facebook or Tumblr, and Fine Pairings Pod on Twitter, or you can email us at finepairingspodcast at gmail.com. Yes, tell us all of your feelings. <laughs> feelings! Uh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Feelings. Ugh. Uh, No. No. Oh, yeah. Tell us all your feelings. uh, And also tell us those feelings in a five-star review, either on Spotify or you can write us uh, that five-star review on Apple Podcasts. If you let us know that you have sent that in, we will reward you with a 500-word fan fiction at the end of the season, which is quickly approaching. So get those requests in as soon as possible. And lastly, if you would like to have more fun with us. Even uh, more fun. Even more funky uh, uh, what's an? I'm gonna use unique again. And I was trying to think of a sexy word, and none of them start with everywhere. <laughs> a freaky. a flirtatious, a frisky, a frisky underwear. Nude. Na, na, na. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I can't think of anything that starts with an Um, a frisky. <laughs> Undergarment Necromancy (laughs) (laughs) That month has passed We did that last month (laughs) So what we are alluding to Is what is happening over At our freaky underscore Neurotic 
Patreon. Patreon. For $5 a month, you can get two additional episodes from Grace and I where we read fanfics that are too smutty and X-rated for the traditional feed. Uh, yes, uh, that's it. <laughs> that's it. That's the fic. <laughs> that's it. That's the fic. We hope you had fun. For now. Fanfiction under neutral neutrality. <laughs> Farewell. Until next time. Next time. Farewell until next time. May we always have fun. <laughs> Fine pairing. Thanks. Fine. Mm. Un- <laughs> Fine up. Undo. Next. <laughs> Friends. <laughs> Underscore. No. No. <laughs> Goodbye. I feel like we're underusing. Underuse. Uh, use friends use nemeses. We should be nemeses though. You know what? Farewell until friends next time. Using nah. <laughs> we need to add this. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.